Welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. Four women born in four different decades on a mission to help you eat right, get strong, and feel confident in your body. We have all struggled with our body image and confidence at some point, which is why we came together to create this podcast, to remind you that no matter how old you are, you can do this. All you need is support and us, your four empowered besties, to help you crush it on your health and fitness journey. Join us each week for an episode packed on not just what to do, but how to actually do it. We share the crap that no one else talks about because you deserve to succeed and we love keeping it real. Whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or beyond, we got you covered. From four badass women to another, know that we love you, we appreciate you, and you deserve to feel good in your body. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to another Tuesday Q&A with the Decades of Strength. I'm going to be your host, Sam Altieri, and I have my amazing ladies with me, Kim, Marcy, and Sarah. Hey guys, what's up? Hey. Hello, ladies. Hi. So today we have a question from someone in our audience on why do I always fall off track at night? And I think I can totally relate to this. Um, And I would love to go around Robin and answer her question and see why do people tend to fall off track in the evening? Um, Kim, let's start with you. So, you know, there's multiple reasons. I think one of the big ones is that the stress of the day has built up and we have not built in any systems, strategies, plans for how to manage that stress and emotion. And therefore the default is let's eat all the crap, right? And so for for one of the things I work with my clients on is what are we going to do about that? When you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling emotional, when you're tired, like what will you do? Like, and literally I have them put it in their phone, like put it in their notes. When I feel this way, this is what I will do. And they have a little menu of options, not a long one because you don't want too many choices because that's, that's overwhelming as well. But you know, two to four options of here are things I could do in a short period of time to help me deal with how I'm actually feeling. Yeah. I love that. It's like the action piece. It's not Mm -hmm. thinking about it. It's taking the action that helps you get unstuck and unoverwhelmed. And I always tell them it has to be realistic. They can't put on, like the, the example I always use is do not put bubble bath if you don't have time to be wet because everyone <laughs> like that's what they think of, right? And I'm thinking, do you have time for that? You have time to go get wet and dry off? Maybe that's more stressful. Damn bubble baths. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Um, so the main things that I see is there's almost like a kind of a celebratory um mindset that comes in about oh my god i made it through another day so let's go and celebrate and if your go-to celebration is um something indulgent or you know um that's how you kind of let off steam like kim was saying then obviously um that's what you will just go to because the other other piece of that is that you are on autopilot so if this has always been the thing that you do in the evening when you come in you kick your shoes off you're like yes today's over you go and get on the couch and to you the couch means oh I'm on the couch I'm gonna eat snacks or drink wine or do whatever that thing is unless you are making a conscious decision that you're going to take yourself off autopilot and do something different instead then that is just literally what will keep happening over and over and over yeah I love that so breaking the habit Mm-hmm. Breaking the pattern, being yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just kind of interrupting that pattern. So you know, as you end the day, just be like, oh, 
okay, I know this is what I normally do, but this evening I'm going to choose to do something different and write signs and stuff for yourself everywhere. Put a sign on your couch that says, I sit here, but I don't need to eat here or something like that so that you can just like, you know, it's there as a visual until it becomes like your new go-to habit in the evening. Yeah, I love that. Um, The reminder of like, I heard, a, I heard a quote once, I don't remember who told me this, but like, you can't be what you can't see. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're in the practice of changing habits, you can just forget to do it because you have so much going on. So yeah. I, I have the same thing. I literally just put a sticky note in my kitchen this morning that says, eat fruit as dessert instead of a protein thing. Because I was just by default doing the protein like item, but actually like fruit is great and I, I would much rather eat it, but I forget about it sometimes. And it's just cause like, it's not a habit right now. So it's like a perfect example. It's like a silly thing. And Kurt's like, why do you have the sticky note in the kitchen? I'm like, just <laughs> let me live my life. <laughs> let me eat my apples. Okay. <laughs> sometimes you just need the reminder. Like you have so much stuff going on. You can't possibly remember to change the habit. Like You've been sitting on the couch for so damn long, drinking your wine, eating your popcorn or whatever. You don't think to do anything differently until it's already happened. So yeah, Yeah. love that, Sarah. Uh, Marcy, what's going to you? Well, all great tips. And I agree that setting something in place for the end of the day is very helpful, but I am going to go down a little different road and talk about setting yourself up for success from the very beginning. So having the morning routine that helps to keep you grounded and allows you to set your intention for how you want to show up throughout the rest of the day. So I think if you start the day and you're overwhelmed and you're flustered and you're stressed out, then that is how you are going to feel the rest of the day. And then it's all going to catch up with you come the evening. And that's when all hell breaks loose. So one thing you can try is having, you know, the morning journaling routine, which we talk about often. And in that, like set your intentions for the day and say, this is who I want to be. This is who I want to show up as. And the highest level version of myself is going to go throughout her day like this. She's going to end her day like this. And basically kind of map it out for yourself and, and really like visualize it, sit there and think about, okay, when I come home from work, what is that going to look like? Yeah, I love that. Um, the visualization, that's actually what I was going to share. So I'll kind of just like piggyback on Well, it. sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, no, this is perfect. Um, I did this for myself recently and it was like mapping out a dream day, like in the life of myself, like what would that look like? And I realized that the everything was in alignment except the evenings. Um, and so maybe you guys can relate. And so I had this vision in my head of what the dream day would be, which would be like just chilling, like winding down hanging out right but like in my actual day-to-day I was like trying to get shit done at in the evenings and it would turn into chaos and then I would find myself like mindlessly snacking or like eating to procrastinate doing things because ultimately my body just wanted to chill you know and so it was like 
Sam, just give yourself permission to hang, right? And and it was this funny, like, aha moment of, oh, yeah, evenings are for winding down. Like, they're not for being productive. And so by the end of the day, your willpower is lowest. You've said yes to everybody else, not yourself the whole day. Like, you've been the people pleaser. You've done all the hard things. And now it's time for you to chill. It does not mean to go overboard and, like, eat a whole cheesecake. But, like, it is time to chill. So find the things that give you the feeling of, ah, that's not food, right? And, like, sure, maybe it's going to be food some days. That's cool, too. But, like, what are other things that you can do to have that kind of, like, deep breath moment? So, Mm -hmm. for me, it's, like, making some tea, getting into my cozy bed, reading a book, right? Like going for a walk. My walk is like totally the go-to thing. So I recommend just having like a a post-dinner ritual. And for me, it's going for a walk and then like doing something, whether it's hopping into bed or like reading or whatever, just to wind down. Um, So having a plan. So really like get real with yourself, write the shit down. Um, Don't just like be like, oh yeah, I'll try something and like not make a plan really like write it down on paper, just like map it out, do this visualization that Marcy was talking about as well. Think about what could that look like? What would like the most successful, happiest version of you be doing at night? And then you can start practicing. And I would recommend no more than like two to three things. You don't, you're not trying to like do more. You're actually just trying to just be, just chill mm-hmm. more. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that's been awesome. I, this has been super helpful. I mean, I think this is little mini episode has even just helped me remember, like, why it's important to chill. <laughs> Can I add one more quick thing? Yeah. And that would be creating some structure during your day. So I think we've said this structure leads to freedom. And I find a lot of, especially clients I work with, because they're so busy throughout the day, they don't take time to stop and eat a, re- excuse me, a real meal. They're just like snacking or grazing throughout the day. And again, they're so stressed out. Maybe they're just running off of adrenaline and caffeine. And then once the evening comes and the stress of the work day or of the school day, if they're with kids at home, that kind of starts to dissipate. The caffeine has worn off. Now it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. And I have, again, no willpower because it's been depleted. So I'm going to eat everything in sight. So really making sure that you are practicing, you know, self-care for yourself during the day, eating well-balanced meals, getting some movement in, uh, and then finding ways to reduce decision fatigue so Mm -hmm. that when it comes to the end of the day, you're not so overwhelmed that you can't even, you don't even have the mental space to make a good choice. Yeah. That's what Sarah said, like being on autopilot. Yeah. Oh my God. So true. I think just having the plan for like your meal, right. And even like, if you're going to have a dessert or something, having the plan for that too, not just like winging it, like, Oh, I'm going to have a little bit of this. And then it turns into like all of these crazy, you're like, what did I just eat? I just ate like two times the amount of calories in my dessert as my meal. Like what just happened? I just blew it out of the water. And it's just purely because you went into it without a plan. So that's my go-to is like, just eat the thing, but plan for it. So you feel good about it and you don't feel like what the hell just happened. So, 
Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing. This has been awesome. I think this is going to be really valuable to, to you guys. And I would say just practice, literally just start taking messy action. Um, that's how you learn. You learn by doing, not by listening to us. So go do it. You got this. We love you. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, that wraps up another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We know that life is crazy and time is precious, and we really do appreciate you spending your time with us. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, review, and rate it on iTunes. Tag us in your stories on Instagram. Send this to your friends. Please, please, please just tell everyone about it. We are determined to have the biggest and the most inclusive community of women sitting at the picnic table together. We love you, we appreciate you, and we can't wait to hear what you think of this week's episode. Four women, one mission. We are the Decades of Strength. Sam, Marcy, Sarah, and Kim. Catch you right back here for our next episode.